0: Hey, y'all, and welcome back to Respect Her Mind. Your girl is now graduated and degreed. (laughs) So I am done with my undergraduate career, and it feels so, so good. I'm still, you know, feeling the, I guess, the the waves of, you know, productivity. Like, I want to stay going and stuff like that. But I'm just trying to keep up with myself, you know. And that's taking a lot of time to to just search within me and just taking time for me and not even just being selfish, but just really figuring out who I am and who I want to be in these uh, coming months, in these blooming months, as I call them. But anyway, you're not here for all that. You're here for episode 25 of Respect Her Mind, and I'm so glad that you stuck with me this long. I appreciate it. And in this episode, I'll be talking a little bit about blooming friendships. And I think it's so necessary that I talk about this, um, not just because I'm dealing with this in my own life, but I think it's a pertinent topic to talk about as we bloom in our 20s and as we go forth and do great things. So if you want to hear more about blooming friendships, stay tuned for more. Um, so look, for me, I'd like to think that I've had a good amount of friends in my whole lifetime. But I think as I've gotten older, it's been easier for me to detect who's really my friend and who is really a person who I can count on. And not only that, someone who is just, and I hate saying on my level and put myself up there, but just who is in the same, who should be in the same parameter as me. You know what I'm saying? And I think that 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 comes with a lot of awareness. And I think the hyper-awareness of it all, is so underrated when it comes to friendships, right? So Throughout these past, I want to say maybe three and a half, four years, um, I've just realized that when I needed people to be there because they held a certain space in my life, or I called them friend because side note, I don't, I don't use that word loosely. I'm very intentional about the language I use, especially surrounding people that I love or people who are in my proximity. But anyway, um, I realized that they weren't there. You know, I realized that these people weren't there not only when I was going through something, but they they weren't there when I was celebrating either, you know, they weren't there when I was, you know, signing my name on the dotted line to receive an award or, you know, uh, performing my poetry or just reaching this milestone that was super important for me. And I had some, I had a, a mentor, like someone I really, really trust and honor and love sending, sending light to them right now. Um, tell me that I was just that type of person where people... People could need me and I'd be there, good or bad, whatever, but I couldn't always meet people. And that was a tough pill to swallow at first because when it comes to this person, this mentor, I'm always trying to challenge them in the best way possible. And I'm always trying to kind of prove them wrong and say, you know what? No, like life is a little bit different for everybody. But in this moment of me trying to challenge them. And like, I left that conversation. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna, I'm gonna prove them wrong. Um, or in the sense, show them something different. They were right. That at times I'm not a lot, it just does, life doesn't permit that I need certain people, you know, cause some, some people can't be there for me. And that's not even a bad thing. You know, I've learned, I've learned as I've grown in friendships and I've grown in my own personal journey that, that that that's okay. You know what I'm saying? And if it's not okay for you yet, it will be okay. And you'll you'll start accepting these hard truths. And the sooner we accept these hard truths, the easier it is to move forward in our journey. Now in a blooming friendship, and this is a friendship that you know, you've been friends for over 10 years or over six years. And after six years, they say that person is not going with, going anywhere. And I believe that. <laughs> but in any type of blossoming friendship, and I believe that friendships are always blossoming, whether you are aware of it or aware of it or not, it's always blossoming. But in these friendships, it's like every one of them looks different. You know, every one of them looks different. And I say that twice. So you know that I'm so serious. And I say that from the heart, knowing that every friendship requires a different type of attention because the people are different. You know, one friend, you can require something of, you know, you can state your expectations and and go forth and guess what? They will be met and exceed your expectations at times. But the other friendship, another friendship, and not even to compare them, but the other friendship, mm-mm. It, th- there may need to be more work in every aspect of the communication, you know, in every process of that blooming. There may need to be communication, and guess what? Your needs still may not be met. But the reason that you you and that person share space in each other's lives is for the betterment of both of you, you know. And I think I don't know. I think this isn't. This might be too big of a challenge for some people. But we can't need people for so much we can't, we can't need people for so much because you, I can't put my whole well-being onto another person and expect them to take care of me the way I take care of me, you know, because the way I take care of me, goodness, that's, look, nobody's, go, nobody can do that, can do that for themselves and for their friend, you know what I'm saying, if we're just if we're just friends like that, to me, that's, that's asking too much of a person. But I will say in, in blooming relationships, you must call forth that person's best and be honest and, and and say things in love to them, but also realize that they are their own individual person. They won't do the, the same things that you do. And hopefully you have a friend where they respect and they honor your journey for what it is, for what it was, and for what it's going to be. But you can't set Unrealistic expectations on a person knowing knowing the status of your your friendship and knowing that i don't like I just feel like putting unrealistic expectations on a person is just dooming them to failure. Hey, y'all, this is just a short part in this podcast to ask you a question. Have you sat down and just breathed today? No seriously. Have you sat down just take and just taken a deep breath or taken three deep breaths and just centered yourself and just focused on the present? If you haven't, you still have the opportunity to love. Okay, now I want to go back to this notion or this um statement that I said before um a couple minutes prior. It's just sometimes you're not a you can't need people, you know. And When you're aware that you can't need certain people, I think you are aware of your role, not only in the friendship, but your role in life, you know, and I'm still figuring this part out. So please don't look at me like I'm an expert. (laughs) This is just snippets of what I've dissected and what I've come up with, you know, that to a certain extent, people can't be there for you. You know, and it's not that they don't want to, but they have limits and their limits are greater than yours. You know, like I specifically know people who will tell me like, yeah, Jasmine, come to me with this and tell me, like, I want to know what's going on and like, I want to know everything just so I can be there for you. I can da da, And you know what? I know they mean well, and I know that their intentions are so pure and their heart is in the right space. But then when I take the chance and I do that, they just don't have anything for me. You know, and it's not even me thinking, oh, like I need you to say something substantial or I need you to get, you know, give me the rundown of how I should live my life. No, but sometimes sometimes you just need people to be in agreement with you, you know, or just stand in agreement with you or they know that, you know, what's best for your life. So that's all that they're that's all that they're hoping for, that you're making the best decisions for your life. And sometimes that's all people can offer you. Because they're all trying to give themselves so much, you know what I'm saying because they're trying to be this this um this foundation for themselves that is unwavering that is literally brick by brick built like a building you know what I'm saying like I think that that's that's important like sometimes people gotta be for themselves more than they are for you and when it comes to their worth when it comes to their spirituality and their journey and I think I'm I'm perfecting the art of allowing people to be who they need to be in whatever part of life they're in, you know, and, and you know what, sometimes that that, that's hard because you're not a part of that part that that section of their life. But guess what, it gets easier when you first seek to understand and not to be understood. So seek to understand people, then you want to want to bring them in and have them understand you. You know what I'm saying? But we can't look at everybody from a lens of, well, why are you not doing everything my way or not, why you don't do it this way, you know, or the way that I thought that it should be. The- no, because not everybody has the same influences. Not everybody has the same was raised the same. Some people are living off of survival rather than love. You know, some people are trying to find their own peace in this dark, dark world. And I think that that's something that is definitely something to be celebrated and that's something we need to talk about more not in just the therapy sessions but we need to have active dialogue about that that people are people some people are just in the in a place of self-preservation self-preserva- self-preservation that's what that is you know preserving their mental and their worth you know and that's important like my thing is I always want to leave people better than when I when I um met them the first time you know what I'm saying and if I can't do that I'd rather not deal with you. At the end of the day, all of these steps and these processes and the things that I talk about, they all come out of mindfulness. You know, just being aware and sometimes hyper aware of how how you're feeling in a moment, but also how you can make a person feel. Um, And sometimes some of these things, no, majority of the times these things can be kind of not, for lack of a better term, resolved through in-depth conversation. A conversation that is well-intentioned. Both parties are coming from, you know, good spaces, good head spaces, and they're, they're wanting to understand the other person, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm talking to you, best believe I'm trying to understand you. Best believe I'm trying to know why you do the things that you do or why you say the things that you say before I make an assumption, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes, I'm gonna be real with y'all, I'm not perfect, so my assumption may come before the conversation. <laughs> um, but that's something I'm also still working on. You know, I'm not I'm not perfect. I'm fallible. You know, I I fail daily. You know, if you're a Christian or if you read the Bible or look to the Bible for instruction, um Paul says that I die daily. I make mistakes daily. But I think when you're aware of these mistakes and you're working hard to not even undo the mistakes, but to be a better person to where yes, you may still be fallible, but you are aware of of how you operate in this world you know and how you operate in your friendships and your relationships and how you're making people feel and i think that's the core of it being mindful of those around you and being mindful of your feelings of your wholeness of of your relationships and and it, after listening to this maybe you're like man i need to reevaluate my friendships with people and then maybe so cuz we should be we should always be thinking about the people in our life and how they make her, make us feel. Do they add to our wholeness or do they decrease us in some way? You know, and sometimes you just need a break from people. Okay, I'm going to be real. Sometimes you just need a break from the people you hold dear. And separation is necessary. Separation is, is often necessary to come to these, these epiphanies, shall I say, um, and these hard truths so that we can get to the heart of the issues and the heart of our our problems. That as I learn learn more about the people that I'm in community with and my friends, you know, the people that I share deep connections with, as I learn about them and how they need to be loved and supported, you know, and I understand their journeys and where they come from, I think I'll be a better person because I'll learn how to communicate those same things to my people. Even when they're not being as aware or hyper-aware as I am, I'll learn how to communicate what I need and how and the ways that I, in which I thrive to them. So it's a journey, man. It's a journey. And if these people mean something to you um, more than what's on the surface, you'll do the work. That, and, that, and that work sometimes is, oh, it's underrated, but that work is so necessary. And I say this as a person who used to think that you could just be friends with somebody and y'all went places together and you had deep, deep conversations every once in a while and that was it. No, like friendships are work, but the work is worth it. The work is always worth it, especially when you care deeply for someone and you want them to thrive and you want to be able to support them as they thrive and in their journey, even in their, even in their deserts, you know what I'm saying? Because the deserts are necessary, even in their droughts and their deserts. And when you can be a supportive friend for them, and even if, you know, even if they can't be that for you all the time, just knowing that your intentions are good and you mean nothing but love for them, that is what's important. Um, I think my my mantra is always I just want to be I just want to be light and love even if I don't get that back in return you know I want to reflect light and love that's it even if you know what's looking at me or what's in front of me may not be doing the same I want to reflect that you know I can't control anything else but I can control me you know so take that wherever you go if you may need it if you may not today or a year from now you may need it. Um, take care of yourself and take care of the people around you. Take care of those who love you um and who need you the most. Um and if somebody's on your mind, reach out to them in any way you can. Reach out to them. Um and this is I don't I'm not gonna end this in a super way giving you this conclusion because guess what? Like I said, friendships are work, hard work in their journeys. You know what I'm saying? And so whenever I perfect mine, I'll let y'all know. And that's no time soon. (laughs) But um, thank y'all for sticking with me. This is episode 25 of Respect Her Mind. As always, be well and be swell. Is nothing but love from me to you. Peace.